Am I still allowed to say that? I, I think I can say that. And Happy New Year? Or is it too early for that yet? Well, listen, either way, welcome in. It's the Glenn Beck Program. In today for Glenn, my name's Justin Barkley. we got a big show. Big arrest last night. Lots of conversations. Big stories you want to uh, talk about. Usually this time of year, it's kind of slow. But not now. Oh, it's like drinking from a fire hose. We'll get into it all. Big guests today on the show as well. Plus, I want to hear from you. We appreciate you being here with us. 888-727-BECK is the number. It's 888-727-BECK. Back after this on the Glenn Beck Program. It's Justin in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you know, like I said, this is a this is strange because it's normally the holiday season, and you get guys like me and some of the other great guests, the fill-ins here who come in. Well, Glenn has a well-deserved time off, gets well rested so he can be back and, and ready for the new year. You know, there's a lot goes into uh, to doing this radio program and all the things that Glenn does for us. But uh, you know, one of the things that generally this time of year is kind of slow in the in the news you know that's why you hear all this well it's the word of the year and here are the top stories of of 2022 and you know and so you get a little bit of that maybe we'll do a little bit of that today too just to do it but it's it these days you don't get the break that that you used to get from news at all we don't get the break from Anything that I don't know if it's is this a cycle, just the way things work because of we got social media and there, nothing really slows down, but there are constantly stories swirling. There's constant state of chaos that we seem to live in, and and <sighs> the news, the news doesn't take a break, and so that's why we're here, and we're glad that you're here too. I'm going to give you the number triple eight seven two seven back B E C K. You want to talk about anything today and join the program? We'd love to have you here. Um, but one other thing that I'd like to hear as we get into some of the bigger stories of the day today and and discuss what is top of mind here. I want to hear from you two things. Number one. I want to hear from you. What do you think the biggest story of the year was? Now, this is going to be hard. I've been thinking about what it might, you know, might be in that rotation. I've been thinking about what could possibly be 
you know, in that lineup. And there's a few of them, especially the stories uh, lately, what we've learned from Twitter and the Twitter files, Elon Musk, what's been happening with the the government behind the scenes. These are all things that we've for, you know, a long time pretty much. Yeah, we pretty much uh, we it's like we've well, we we suspected some of this stuff, right? And we knew the whole time. We just we just, we just now we have we have uh well, confirmation, I guess you might say. A little bit of confirmation. So I that might be one of them. what wait a minute what about the border What about what's happening at the border I mean what's happening down there is absolutely transforming this country and uh it's disaster for folks who are living right there but not just for folks living on the border cities it's disaster in the lives of many when you see the fentanyl coming across the border the trafficking drugs humans all of it I mean, you, you got another major story there that, I mean, we, I, I don't know if we can wrap our heads around all of it. There's just so much to choose from when you look at some of the uh, bigger issues that are swirling from the last year. Was it the midterms? We didn't see the red wave that we thought we got more like a red trickle. Although the Republicans are taking back the House. Now, what they do there... <laughs> And that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing altogether, isn't it? What they do there, uh, that's yeah, well, that just remains to be seen. But you have you have all of these different stories. And in your situation and in your life, maybe there's a story, maybe there's something that's bigger for you than it is anywhere else for anybody else and your 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 personal story you know the things that are happening in your life maybe those they're different than we had a we had a little we had a little girl that was born it's about uh two months back now that's probably our big story for the year in our family but i really i'm serious i wonder what you think if you had to put your finger on it the biggest story of 2022 is and is it a story that it just isn't getting the coverage that it deserves. Maybe it's good news. In fact, I've got one of those coming up this hour that I'm going to share with you. I think some good news that we need to hear some things behind the scenes. People fighting back. Taking a stand. You often hear that stand up. What does that mean? Well, our guest coming up a little later this hour will be able to put his finger on it, tell you what exactly what it meant for him, what he put on the line, and how it's paid off. Sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. But this is good news. I want to share it with you because I believe that story itself, that's a story that deserves a spotlight. Of course, we'll... We'll get into that. But I'm really curious what you think the biggest story of the year is. You can tweet me at Mr. Justin Barclay. That's over on Twitter. In fact, you can connect with me everywhere. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com, JustinBarclay.com. And also um, at 888-727-BECK, B-E-C-K. Let me know what you think the biggest story of the year was. I've got some coming in right now, and there are a few here. There's there's a couple that I hadn't even 
Of course, I'm aware of these, but it just didn't come pop up top of mind for me right now. Some of these I think you might agree with. Biggest story of the year, and gosh, it may not be anything that, uh, that's that been covered on the nightly news or in your local paper. We'll talk about that. Big one last night, in fact. I don't know if you know who Andrew Tate is. Andrew Tate. It's interesting because I, I don't know much about the guy. I kind of know surface level things about him. He is a UFC fighter or a former UFC fighter. I'm not exactly sure. He's got a lot of different things that he does, apparently business and whatnot. But he's mostly well known on the Internet for saying things <laughs> that people, well, you're not supposed to say anyway. He's sort of a, and he's been canceled. And I don't agree with everything he says. Of course, I don't know why we even have to say that, because I don't agree with everything that anyone says, even some of my best friends and family. Of course, I don't agree with every. Sometimes I don't agree with everything that I say. <laughs> to think about it. I, you know, I, I, I get a little time between what I said, and I go, wiggle to think back about it, and I go, you know, maybe a little, a little reflection, some prayer. Maybe the Lord's working in me. I go, wait, wait a minute. Maybe, I, <laughs> maybe that wasn't right. But it's funny, you have to say that these days. I don't agree with everything this person. So, of course, I don't agree with everything. But at, at the end of the day, very interesting, controversial figure, they say. Arrested last night, human trafficking charges in Romania. But there's a little bit more to this story. We, we'll, we'll discuss this coming up in, in just a moment. In fact, somehow, after being arrested, he ended up on Tucker. We're talking with Tucker, and it's it's a just a wild story, but it's one that, true to form, to close out the year may be the best way to do it. I I just not sure. Triple eight seven two seven Beck B E C K is the number. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Back in just a moment. Barkley and for Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. What was your Christmas gift this holiday season? If you missed out on GenuCell's best sale of the season, they've extended it for one more week. I know you didn't forget a present for your wife or your mother, right? That wasn't you. Please, was your present a home run this year? Did they ooh and ah when they opened up the toaster or the costume jewelry? If not, listen up. GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off right now at GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself or a loved one to the absolute best skin care in the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, the fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear before your eyes. And that sounds like a big claim. Of course it does, but they guarantee it. With its immediate effects, you can see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back, and included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your appearance right now. Enter the special code BECK for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping at genucel.com slash BECK. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash BECK. Now, more on this, uh, this Andrews Tate story, which is a guy who's been uh, canceled and you know, got booted off all the social media. Apparently, he was uh, arrested last night. Get into that coming up here in a second. Your biggest story of 2022. Maybe we're, you know, we, we're not even giving it the, the coverage it deserves. Want to hear from you on that. 888-727-BECK-B-E-C-K. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. You can also tweet me 
on the newly freed bird uh, at Mr. Justin Barkley there and nearly everywhere else on social media that we could we could find. Um, <laughs> so you can also connect with me uh, at uh, justinbarkley.com. Great place uh, to do that. All those different places. So I want to ask, because th- there's some other really good stories in here about what may be the big story of the year. <laughs> there's some really good ones. There's some really good ones in here. In fact, uh, the power grid, this is one Ladina mentions, the power grid being attacked. Boy, that's a big story, folks. The power grid being attacked, and there's not really a lot of talk about that that along with the fires and some of the things we've had some of the food processing plants that that could be a major interruption or disruption could be some probing for for bigger attacks yet to come and yet we don't they're more concerned it seems like anyway i don't know it seems the powers that be are more concerned about parents speaking up at school board meetings for you know, the sexualization of their kids and the things that are happening. They're more more concerned about that than they are anything else. They want to go talk to those folks. We, maybe they're looking into it. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the extremist, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't think it's the parents at the school board meetings that are involved in the power grids. That, that probably not, not the story. It's It's... I think it's a big one. Yeah, gas prices, that's another way. It's fuel, energy, all of it. Folks stuck in their, see that? Folks stuck in their Tesla the other day. I was trying to get home for, for Christmas Eve. A guy got stuck in his Tesla. Wouldn't charge. It was too cold. Big story for Democrats. Uh, and I don't know. This, to me, seems more like a fizzle. But I, I think the, the, the Democrat-led House, for now anyway, releasing Trump's tax returns, which I've kind of just glanced over and, Seems to be much ado about nothing. Those coming out this morning. So they'll they'll be talking about that. That'll be the big story for them today. Oh, we got finally got him. We finally got him. <sighs> we try. Well, we finally got every time. Every time here. So finally, we finally got him. They finally got him now. Last night, Andrew Tate, speaking of uh Getting him. I don't know why this has become such an interesting story, but um, there's there was so much last night on Twitter and the internet about this, the, the possible arrest, and of course they showed video of him and his brother being taken. There was media there out of their house, but they didn't have handcuffs on. So if they were allegedly arrested for, you know, trafficking and there was a allegation of a rape or somebody being held inside a house you know with, without their well this I, this could happen to anybody yeah i know it, it's a especially somebody so high profile and he just had some crazy exchange with Greta Thunberg on uh, on twitter apparently i guess it was that day or the day before and uh, that was a big, so that was a big part of the speculation about, I wonder why this happened. But then again, last night, it appears this was last night, Tucker Carlson today, Tucker Carlson talking to Andrew Tate, who is not in jail. 
Oh, this is an August interview. Just take a listen to this. This is something that happened to him previously, apparently. Take a listen and see. This is the uh, Tucker Carlson Tonight interview, apparently, that was done about some of these things that have happened to him before. So is is he in jail or not? And what's the story? We're still waiting to hear. Oh, so news accounts in the United States say that the U.S. Embassy in Bucharest, Romania, was tipped off to your misdeeds and alerted the local authorities you might be committing human trafficking. Um, given that this is the same charge they leveled against Julian Assange or a species of it, you know, skeptical, but I, I want to know the details. Were you arrested for human trafficking? What, what happened? Yeah, I was not arrested. So what happened is I suffered from a case of swatting. It's very popular with people who are large on the internet. Many large YouTubers have been swatted. It's where you call the police and you say somebody has a gun or there's a hostage situation and the SWAT team arrives. Somebody made a phone call to the American embassy saying that I was holding women at my house. Now, this is previous. Then I know that there's a further investigation. The police arrived. And let me state this now. I state this uh, openly to the world. I have absolute respect for the police. I would hate to live in a country where if you call the police saying women are being held against their will, that the police don't respond. That would be terrible. Of course they should come and look. Absolutely. They turned up. They investigated. They realized that nobody was in the house against their will. There was no crime committed. They said, okay, you're not a suspect, but you are a witness to this, along with me, my brother, the housekeeper, uh, the gardener. Everybody who was in the premises at the time was labeled a witness. We had to go to the police station for 45 minutes for pieces of paper. We filled them in and we were let go. I was swatted. Nobody was hurt. There's no human trafficking. Now, oh, that, so that, that, that was back in August. So, again, if he's guilty of that, him and his brother or whatever, anybody who's guilty of human trafficking, any sort of that, uh, if, of course I want to see them locked up and, and probably worse. <clears throat> but there's a lot of question about this. And in fact, Tucker mentioned his skepticism back in uh, August, I guess, in the interview that he had done there. The, the questions continue to come out. People are asking, well, you know, what what exactly happened? Why now? What a peculiar story, and what a way to end again the year, which has been so strange. You know, just uh, just just to name a few of the crazy things that have that have happened this year. Oh, by the way, you know we were going through these, and I've I've got more. We'll go through them today, throughout the show. Plus, I want to uh, I want to take your predictions. So I got, I'm kind of, I got two things that I want from you today that I'd love to hear you join the program. If you're triple eight, seven, two, seven, B E C K back. Not only would I like to know the biggest story, but also what about a prediction as hard as it might be? What about a prediction? Cause we've seen what we've seen, but what about a prediction for the new year? Let's go to Michael in Florida. Biggest story of the year, Michael, whether it's being covered or not. Welcome. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Okay. So, um, you know, I feel like the biggest story of the year is that people are finally waking up to the fact that we've been presented with a meticulously managed psychological operation to convince us all that everything has failed in an effort to bring new systems to our world. I think people are red, blue, Democrat, Republic, Republican, doesn't make a difference. Folks are waking up to the fact that 
due to staged events promoted by corrupt media, we are now uh, being divided and demoralized in an effort to have us willfully adopt technocratic Marxism. This is coming our way, Mm -hmm. and this is rather frightening. So if I'm going to make a prediction, I think more people are going to wake up to what's happening this next year. Michael, from your mouth to God's ears, I I hope that does happen. That's the only way we can take this country back, is if people are aware, if they are uh, awake, so to speak, not woke, but actually awake to what's happening and how we can fight back. 888-727-BECK. Beck is the number. Back with one man who is. He fought back, and we'll give you some encouragement. The good news coming up on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Barclay in for Beck today on the Glenn Beck program, the last show of the year. And, uh, and we're, we're going out with a bang. At least we're attempting to. What is the biggest story of 2022? One of the questions I'm asking this morning. Got a lot of great answers so far. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. B-E-C-K. And then the other question I have for you is predictions. Like, what is your prediction for the coming year, seeing all the craziness that we've seen the last few years. What do you predict coming out? And I'll keep track of these. And if I have the honor of filling in again, I did. I think I did this show last year uh, for Glenn and the team. So if I have the honor of filling in again next year around this time, we'll pull out some of these predictions and see if you nailed them. Um, all right. So let me get to a couple of those real quickly. Let me do... Samuel in Virginia first. Sam, appreciate you joining us this morning. The Glenn Beck Program. Yes, hello. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. What's your biggest story of the year, Sam? Uh Uh-oh, looks like we're losing. Sam, if you get a better connection, you can call us back. We'll try Glenn in Ohio. Your biggest story of the year, and you have a prediction to make too, Glenn? Yes, I do. I think the biggest story of the year is an administration that facilitates actively and knowingly the commitment of high crimes and misdemeanors at the southern border. Yeah. And my prediction is that all of the uh, negative information regarding COVID, the sudden deaths and heart attacks and 35-year-olds just dropping dead all over the place, the media is going to hold their powder with that information until Donald Trump gets into the next election cycle. And will they use it against him at that point? Yes, they will. Yes, they will. <sighs> Am I interested? The question is going to... Uh-oh, Glenn, I think I lost you there. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's okay. So it's, sometimes we have that with the cell phones. But, I, you know, it's a very interesting point. You see a shift in the narrative sort of changing with the COVID, the Rona report, et cetera. You're seeing that shift happen. Um, little sort of cracks in the armor, so to speak, or in the dam. It's in, in, it drips and drops, and then eventually that thing breaks. And will they then use the very thing, take pretty much... Some of the folks in the media are responsible for some of this. In fact, I got a report, some of the things coming out of China right now and across the world, 
China's got a whole... Th- it basically proves that lockdowns didn't work. I mean, what's happening right now in China basically proves that lockdowns are just completely in effect. Not even, not only that, but they may have done more to damage this country from a health perspective. And then you get into the economics of it and what the kids went through and how many excess deaths we had and then everything else on top of it and the folks who are dying suddenly and unexpectedly right now. Holy cow. Yeah, and you talk about a story. Speaking of those lockdowns and a story, in fact, there's some good news to some of the horror stories. You've heard them all that have come throughout the last couple of years. A few states really had it bad. Not many nearly as bad as we did here in Michigan. I'm broadcasting in Grand Rapids in West Michigan. At WOOD, that's a news radio with 1300 and 1069 FM. And of course, my honor and pleasure to be here with you. But one of the stories coming out of Michigan was the restaurants that were shut down and the businesses that were crippled and people lost them. Of course, you've got what happened to the kids. But one of the business owners decided to stand his ground. He would not back down. His name's Ian Murphy. He owns the Iron Pig in Gaylord in Michigan. Ian joins us right now to talk a little bit about what he went through, but there's some good news that he's going to share today, too. He just won a big fight, and I think it's important for us to hear this not just here in Michigan, but across the country when it comes to standing up for what's important and, of course, your principles. Ian, appreciate you joining us on the Glenn Beck Program. Good morning, Justin. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So let's walk through this. You know, there was a time, been Gretchen Whitmer, the governor here, the uh, the Wolverine Queen, as they call her. The she, she was making these edicts about places like restaurants, particular, that were really under fire. In fact, you could eat inside, but only if the inside was outside. There was a time they had these igloos set up and these little outdoor huts and like it was just insanity and people that that were able to think critically at the time were saying that what are you doing to our restaurants some of these places uh, just went through hell and back and barely made it but you decided you were going to stand up through it all what did that look like for you uh it's been it's been a crazy crazy journey for the last just over two years now yeah um you know when they shut down restaurants again end of november just before thanksgiving in 2020 we stayed uh, we stayed closed for the first week waiting you know for some kind of news some kind of aid package something and um you know all the lawmakers and governor and everybody decided to go on thanksgiving vacation and yeah. just you know basically left us out to flap in the wind so i just kind of you know we had originally a buddy of mine and i we were we were gonna we were actually in the middle of putting up wrapping paper on the front windows and we were going to kind of go under the radar. And I just decided, you know, this just doesn't feel right. So I called the health department, our local uh, health officer and said, you know, tomorrow, the day before Thanksgiving, which is, you know, one of the biggest bar nights of the year. I said, listen, you know, we're, we're going to go out of business if this keeps up like this. So you're kind of forcing us to, to open back up. And that's what we did. And the next morning at about 1115, the health department was there with a cease and desist. Uh, they wasted they wasted no time. 
Um, and then the Liquor Commission followed that, and then the Department of Agriculture followed that. Uh, OSHA followed that as well. I mean, they were bringing the full force of government down on you, and every vice and grip they could find to tighten on you, they were trying to get you from all angles, weren't they? Yeah, and they they knew from from the beginning that those of us that have liquor licenses, um, you know, those are coveted. So they knew that they could use that as as the hammer over those of us with those licenses. Um, And they were very, very effective at doing that. And ultimately, they kind of used us as uh, an example and suspended my liquor license for 90 days and gave me a $600 fine. Um, What we would find out later on is that January 6th of 2020, while we were still open against the health department orders but not serving liquor, we had surrendered our liquor license, we had taken the fine, we were still under the suspension order, they came back in January 6, 2021, and did an undercover seeing. Now, this is the Liquor Commission, and cited us again with another violation, basically for just being open. We, they didn't cite us for serving alcohol without a license. So it had nothing to do with liquor. It's just the fact that you were open. The governor, governor said you shouldn't. By the way, I should also mention here, folks, that the Michigan State Supreme Court at one point uh, they ruled on this and that the, what the governor had ordered at one point, these shutdowns and whatnot, that they were illegal. They were unconstitutional. She then moved to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services without her mantle. And by the way, this woman got reelected in a state. I have no idea how, <laughs> how that yeah. happened. But, but Ian, we this is... And 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 found that she had actually been using the emergency orders of the health department law that we ended up challenging in court and got ruled unconstitutional, just like the Supreme Court ruling you're referencing. And the majority of our case uh, stems from that certified questions October 2020 Supreme Court case um, and got a brilliant ruling from Judge Hunter right here, literally across the street from the Iron Pig, in uh, circuit court. Mm-hmm. So we went through various things, you know, uh, the health department, Dana Nestle's office, the attorney general, they appealed judge Hunter's ruling. Um, they went right up to the Supreme court. Uh, they tried to bypass the court of appeal. So the Supreme court has actually chimed in on this and they said they view it as certified questions, the sequel. Now, a lot of things have happened in the last 60 days. Um, and, and one of the big ones was they gave up their appeal, which they were appealing Judge Hunter's ruling to the Court of Appeals. They gave up that appeal. So that's a, that's a big win. But just recently, I received a letter from the Liquor Commission via Dana Nessel's office, which has some sort of gambling and uh, liquor division, apparently. And this nice little letter said, um, we are no longer going to be seeking charges against you for the January 6, 2021 alleged violation. Uh, no further action at this time. So they gave up their appeal uh, on Judge Hunter's unconstitutional ruling, and then they gave up. So the other thing that they had holding over us was this other liquor license violation. So they just so, gave that up last week. So so, so this is a big win, it, it would sound like, under your belt in this battle to stand your ground, stand up for, for running your business and to, and to be open to feed the, the folks there in, in Michigan. But not only that, but to feed your family. 
Um, this is a big deal, but this isn't it. You, you've you've stood up. You've you stood your ground here. Uh, Ian Murphy, the Iron Pig in Michigan, uh, Smokehouse. You risk it for the brisket. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, and and it worked out. Apparently, you guys are fighting back, though. You're doing something else. There is a class action lawsuit. Yeah. So, you know, the, the end goal really for us is, is to have make sure that the unconstitutional ruling is is ultimately upheld by the Supreme Court. So that's one mm-hmm. thing. The other thing that we want to do is hold some people accountable. And, you know, as well as I do, that that money talks. And right now, what we're attempting to do is form a class action lawsuit to take to the court of claims and sue Gretchen Whitmer, Dana Nessel, Bob Gordon, and Elizabeth Hertel in their official capacities as it relates to the use of this now unconstitutional law in Michigan. And by the way, Justin, they're still using this health order, this emergency order right now for vaccine mandates in nursing homes. So it's, it, we're going on two, almost three years now that they'll, you know, coming in March, it'll be three years that they're using this health order that is now unconstitutional. Yeah. But they're still doing it. Uh, Ian, Ian Murphy uh, and the Iron Pig Smokehouse in Michigan standing up fighting back. So we're going to have to wait to see how the class action plays out. I know you're going to, you're not, you're not. You're not slowing down anytime soon. I don't get that feeling. I just want to ask you, because this is not a Michigan issue. This is an issue that folks all around the country are are having the fight to struggle, to battle with over the last couple of years. But I think even more so as we get into the uh, the, the years to come, we're at the cusp of a new year here. None of this is going away anytime soon. What do you say to folks who are, Deciding probably at some point here in the future, if they haven't yet, they're going to have to make a, a decision about how they're going to stand for their principles, for their family, for their business, for whatever it might be. What would you say to folks? You know, what was it that moved you to do that? And um, any encouragement or advice? Uh, I, I was raised a certain way to challenge authority, um, <laughs> usually in a respectful way. But at the end of the day, it really was, like you said, it was for my family. It was for our family here, our employees at the Iron Pig. And it was a risk that we had to take. And at the end of the day, I would have rather had stood up for what I believed in, which was these things were wrong and there was certainly a better way to go about it. And I would say to everybody that is listening that might be in or see themselves in a situation like this moving forward, don't give up. Uh, Stand up for yourself. We did, and it paid off. Our customers have come in in droves. 2021 was our best year on record. 22 was outstanding. 2023 looks to be even better, and we're hoping to expand. Um, but what I do want to say real quick while I've got you is anybody in Michigan that is looking to join our lawsuit, our class action lawsuit, to go to fight, the number four, Michigan.com. There is a form you can fill out to join. Anybody that is looking to join this class action should go to fightformichigan.com and let's get as many restaurants at least as we can. Some gyms have already signed up as well, but we're going to start to sift through this information and figure out and form the best class that we can so we can go sue the pants off the people responsible for destroying the restaurant industry in this state. And it still are. You know, there's an employee uh, uh, minimum wage law that's being enacted here pretty soon that's just going to destroy our industry. 
Ian Murphy, the fight continues. TheIronPigSmokehouse.com. We appreciate you taking the time. If you're in the area there in Gaylord, Michigan, or you're coming through on vacation, stop in. Ian, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for continuing to fight. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate everything. You got it. God bless. There you go, folks. Just one of the folks that's decided to stand up. Talking to you next, 888-727-BECK, B-E-C-K. Biggest story of the year predictions for next year. We'll get into it all. Justin Barkley in today for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. And for back today on the Glenn Beck program, talking about the biggest stories of the year, some big ones. I don't even know if we've begun to scratch the surface on some of these. But you can always catch up with Glenn and the program no matter what. Get your podcasts wherever podcasts are downloaded. And the glennbeck.com website. Always catch up with the news of the blaze. Of course, it never stops these days. It's like drinking from a fire hose. Always an honor and a privilege. You can catch up with me. Let's connect. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, justinbarclay.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program.